0: So I get asked a lot in sessions with clients, uh, uh, clients who are parents, I get asked a lot, how do I get my children involved in the kitchen and how do I get them interested in healthy eating? You know, something that a lot of people struggle with is they feel like when they are going into a season of their life where they're really focusing on their health and wellness and changing their diet and wanting to improve uh, what they're eating and what they're cooking in their homes and the types of foods that they're even stocking their pantries and fridges with. They're faced with this dilemma of, well, we all eat different things or. I feel like I cook for my spouse and I and I have to cook something separate for my kids. And it's it's hard because we all have busy lives and that can be a major major stressor and also a big roadblock for a lot of people. It can be the thing that holds them back from taking action and making changes in their diet because it just feels so overwhelming and like so much more work. And So I wanted to speak on this a little bit. I definitely have some tips and tricks that I share with people in our one-on-one sessions on how this can be easier. How to get kids involved in the kitchen, in the meal preparation process, in the grocery shopping process, all the pieces of eating um, that go into you know preparing a healthy meal. Um, And how to involve them in a way that doesn't have to create more stress for you, more work for you as the parent. And it doesn't have to be, uh, it doesn't have to be, uh, so structured and so organized. Like I think sometimes we feel like it has to be it. The kids don't even have to really understand that this is centering around healthy food. We don't have to use terms that are going to turn them off. Let's just get to how do we involve them and maybe get them eating some things that are healthy without them even realizing that that's what's happening. And the key to fostering a love for healthy eating starts in the heart of the home, which is the kitchen. and. Ironically, this is the very place that so many of us are absent from in our homes and increasingly over recent years because our lives are busy and there's a lot going on and there's just been an increase of conveniences, you know, things like Uber Eats and DoorDash and uh, instant meals and takeout and fast food. And these things aren't all bad. There's a place for them. I will never say that there's not but they have all of these conveniences have come to take over getting into our kitchens and actually preparing healthy meals on a regular basis with and for our families and we have largely become a society that depends on whatever comes the fastest and the easiest. And those things aren't usually prepared in our kitchens. And one of the best ways to get kids interested in healthy eating and the whole process of cooking is by involving them in all the steps that come before the meal actually makes it onto their plate. It's about making cooking and eating an adventure. Kids love adventure. So let's turn food into an adventure that they get to engage in. And they respond, they're they're going to respond better to the approach of an adventure than they are when it's presented as a chore or something that they have to do. And so Also, again, we're trying to make the work easier for ourselves, right? We don't want to fight with our kids. We don't want to be battling over whose turn it is to help with dinner or whose turn it is to help with the dishes, whatever it is. Instead, um, if we're we're doing ourselves a favor too, if we can take the approach of how can I make this an adventure? Um, In the long run, we're making the whole process easier on ourselves too. So my first tip for this is to turn the kitchen into a playground, get creative with the utensils that you have on hand. Um, Maybe let your kids, you know, take them to the store, go on Amazon or wherever you, wherever you are and let them choose some fun utensils, whether that's some fun shapes of cookie cutters or some uh, wooden spoons or things that are different colors, whatever it is. And it doesn't have to be what you're going to always use, That maybe these are going to be the utensils that your kids want to use to get in the kitchen. So let them be a part in the process. Let them have tools and utensils that um, they gravitate towards measuring cups, uh, cutting boards, some fun bowls. Um, Just, it doesn't have to be expensive, but just a few items that uh, they feel like are theirs, that they got to choose. You can maybe give them a a cupboard or a shelf or a basket on the pantry, something. And that's where they get to store their stuff. So when they're helping in the kitchen, they know they have their utensils that are fun for them. So that can be one thing that that we do. And then encouraging them to use their senses. So cooking and food preparation can and should be a sensory experience for all of us, not just for the kids. So allow them opportunities to feel different foods, um, feel different textures, touch things. Um, Obviously teach them the importance of washing their hands and clean environments and hygiene and everything that's really important for a healthy and safe kitchen experience. But don't shy away from letting them be involved in the mixing of things, in the chopping of things. Um, you can get them child safe knives if, if that's necessary or teach them to use real ones, depending on their age and their skill level. Um, but don't be afraid to teach them and involve them in the process. Um, you can even give them their own little dish of spices. Maybe you let them play with the, uh, the different scents, let them smell them and see what they like the smell of. And then let them help to add that to what you're cooking, the dish that you're cooking, include them in every step of the process, allow them and teach them how to use their senses as they are cooking, as you're cooking. And at, you know, when it comes time to do a taste test, let them be a part of that too. And, let them add their insight on what they think it needs more of. Okay, so you liked the smell of the oregano. Should we add a little more oregano? You liked the smell of this spice. Let's add a little more of that. You know, show them how food comes together. Show them how the meal comes together and the ingredients and all of the components come together to make something that is palatable and delicious and this is the whole this is mindfulness this is mindful cooking this is mindful eating it's all a part of it and so showing them how to all the different steps that are involved food doesn't just magically appear on your plate even if you're using uber eats to deliver it It didn't just magically appear at your door. There was a process to get it there. Even when you go out to eat and you order at a restaurant, well, here's what's happening in the kitchen to get the food to your table on a plate that looks pretty. So you're bringing them into the moment. You're teaching them that there is a process to things. Um, You can even have conversations around where did the food come from? How did the how was the broccoli grown in the garden before it was steamed in the bag of microwave <laughs> steamable veggies or how how did it uh, appear from the grocery store you know in a nice head of you know broccoli florets how did that how did that make it to the grocery store what did it look like when it was in the garden you know have these conversations and use, use cooking as an educational experience. Another way to involve your kids is through the process of looking at recipes. So whether you're a recipe user or not, it's a good experience for your children to have, just to let them look at recipes, whether it, that's in the form of a cookbook if you're someone who still keeps cookbooks in your house or letting them browse recipes digitally Um, because it involves pictures right and kids love pictures they're visual they want to see the colors and if they know how to read they might have fun you know reading trying to read through the list of ingredients and that was a an experience that I had as a kid. You know, mom would give me the, the recipe. Uh, granted, when I was a kid, we had the recipe uh, boxes, right? And you had the recipe cards that were in them, and I loved like browsing through the recipe box and pulling out things and being like, "Mom, I want to try this recipe," or or cookbooks. I would love to look at those too. But let them have that experience of looking at recipes, choosing a picture that they like, um, choosing choosing something with ingredients that they want to try. And instead of saying something like, well, we don't have this stuff for that, or, well, we'll do, we'll make that one day and then it never happens. Make a plan, okay? Make a plan with them. Maybe they get to choose a recipe a week and they get to be a part of, going to the store and buying the ingredients or being a part of placing the order on Instacart, or if you do uh, grocery delivery, whatever it is, you, you let them be a part of choosing the recipe, choosing the ingredients and th- that's going to excite them. That's part of the process that gets them involved. And the more involved they are, the more likely they are to eat the finished product. So really letting them be a part of the uh, recipe choosing and the shopping for the products and the um, eventually the creation of the meal itself. Now, involving kids in the cooking process can start and does start before the actual cooking begins. And it can begin with the shopping. So I know a lot of times we don't want to take our kids to the grocery store because that feels like more work for us. Um, it can be stressful and you don't have to do it every time. I'm certainly, uh, you know, I understand that there's times when a grocery trip needs to be fast and you don't have time to really, um, haul the kids along every time, but, When you do have time and I I recommend, you know, making some time for this, um, give them a list of healthy items, you know, turn it into a scavenger hunt and, uh, maybe, you know, be like, okay, I'm looking for this spice. So let's go for the, let's go find the spice aisle and let them search for it. And, or, You know, we're going to, I'm looking for this kind of rice and you can even tell them why, you know, the health benefits of that particular item or why you're looking for this brand, because this brand is healthier than, you know, other brands or whatever. So these are opportunities to teach them about food choices and brands and brands that are good for you, brands that aren't as healthy. Um, the sourcing of food how food is prepared and processed and why that's important for our health right um, another thing with grocery shopping is letting them um, letting them choose some some items and I'm not talking about going on the candy aisle and saying okay you get to pick out whatever candy you want no I'm saying let them choose a a produce item that maybe they haven't tried before. Maybe they wanna try a certain vegetable or fruit. Don't be afraid of that. Even if it's something you haven't tried yourself, it can be a learning experience and really a fun new experience for everyone. They can, let them choose an item. You guys can even research it together find out where it came from. How is it grown? How is it, how did it get here? Um, You can look up a recipe. You can learn how how am I supposed to prepare this item? You can do all of that and include all of your kids in all of that. Um, And so once you've got your ingredients and your home you're going to cook, it's, this can be one of the most fun parts because you're in the kitchen, right? Your, your family is there. Your kids are there. They're going to be a part of the process. Now, how do you do this in a way that doesn't stress you out? And that's what I want to talk about next. So I recommend instead of thinking, okay, what is one meal that we can cook that everyone's going to eat because remember, a lot of what many of us struggle with these days is everyone has different tastes. So it's not even the kids eat this and mom and the parents eat this. Sometimes it's I have three kids and they all have different tastes. So there's nothing fun about fighting with our children and trying to get them to eat things that they don't like. Um, and we also want to encourage individual uh preferences and tastes and it's okay if you like meat and you don't um so allowing space for that but how do we allow space for that without creating more work and stress for ourselves and the way that i recommend handling this is instead of building and preparing and serving one meal try preparing and serving ingredients instead. And what you're doing when you, when you start uh, preparing and serving individual ingredients is you're actually creating a magical experience for them and for you because, and you're actually also creating less work for yourself. So instead of preparing entire healthy meals and hoping that they eat it, try simply prepping ingredients instead. And what I mean by this is to provide a variety of healthy items. So think colorful veggies and fruits and lean proteins and whole grain options. So the things, obviously choosing items that your family, you know, likes and different members of your family are going to, you know, choose from. And thinking you know this this could be uh, you know some grilled chicken strips or uh, even a rotisserie chicken from the grocery store if that's what you have time for that night it could be uh, turkey meatballs some boiled eggs some hummus uh, so different protein options different veggie options so it can be simple like a bag of steamed veggies some raw veggies um, some roasted veggies, you know, if if they if there's preferences in raw or cooked, taking that into account. Um, it can be providing, you know, a grain of some kind, you know, rice, quinoa, some sourdough bread, some options there. Um, oh, whipping up a quick homemade dressing that can be drizzled on things or used as a dip. Or uh, Primal Kitchen, the brand Primal Kitchen, they have amazing clean dressings and marinades. Um, I recommend them to um, everyone. And you can find them in most grocery stores too. So think of condiments, healthy condiments and and dressings and things and a variety of proteins that are prepared and easy and a variety of vegetables and fruits and grains. And instead of being like, we're having this dish for dinner you provide these options. And then everyone can build their plate with the things that they like. So the kid that is a meat eater can choose the meat options. The kid that's not a meat eater might choose the hummus or the steamed edamame or something like that. So you're providing options. They feel like they have a choice. It also gives them an opportunity to be creative, to tap into their creativity and have fun with their food, have fun with the ingredients. And, um, you know, you know your family, so provide things that are to their tastes, you know. And you can even do this with specific themes. So you can do this for a pizza night. Maybe you get some... Uh, healthy pizza crusts and then you provide different healthy toppings and they get to make their own pizza or maybe you do it with tacos and uh you provide healthy taco toppings and maybe you buy uh, a good brand like the siete brand is really good they make a very clean taco seasoning they make good tortilla chips that are grain-free um you can buy a a nice fresh salsa that doesn't have any sugar in it. So you can provide the healthy items, but then they're getting to take from all of those healthy items and build a plate that is appetizing to them and they are going to want to eat it. So just some ways to incorporate different tastes, right? In our household where all members of our families tend to like different things. Um, Just some ideas there. Don't think about whole meals necessarily. Think about ingredients. How can I provide a variety of ingredients that is easy for me, Um, and going to be going to satisfy all the different tastes of my family. And this is something you can meal prep. If you're a meal prepper, you can have things chopped up. You can have things, uh, maybe, cooked ahead of time and ready. So you can, you know, you can boil a pot of eggs at the beginning of the week. You can make a pot of rice. You can cut up your veggies and have them ready. You can do some of this prep ahead of time. So you're not having to do it all at once. You're just pulling out ingredients that you've already prepped and making them available. And your kids can be a part of that prep also. So, Letting the kids create their own masterpiece is what you're doing. And it's a win-win. They get to be creative. You get a healthy meal. And so do they. And chances are they're not even going to realize that the focus is on healthy eating. They're just having fun. And that's what matters to them. And suddenly healthy feels fun. And that's what we want to instill in our children is the joy of eating healthy foods um, rather than the drudgery of it they will pick up what we put down. So it's a chance for us to kind of challenge our attitudes around healthy eating also, and take note of how do we talk about healthy eating? How do we talk about food prep? How do we feel about it? And not in a, a judgmental way of ourselves, but rather just, you know, curiosity, taking a look at our attitude around food, our approach to it, how we feel about it. Are we feeling joy and satisfaction in the process of, uh, preparing and taking in food or do we feel stress and overwhelm and exhaustion, or do we feel like it's boring to eat healthy? Um, and then we get dig into why do I feel that way and, and what are some shifts that I can begin to make to help me feel differently. And because as we begin to see healthy eating and cooking and food prep and grocery shopping, the whole process of eating, as we begin to see it differently, our kids will pick up on that. And they will begin to emulate our positive behavior around food and around eating. So we get to instill in them really, really positive uh, eating behaviors. And one last tip that I want to emphasize here is don't forget the power of storytelling. Um, Incorporate stories. And these could be stories about the origin of the foods or the ingredients, the recipes. Um, This is especially fun if it's a family recipe. There might be a fun story about it. Uh, but but bring those stories into the kitchen. So as you're preparing food or as you're eating food at you know the dinner table, share the stories and let the kids learn about the journey of a particular dish or an ingredient. It adds a whole new level of engagement and. They are probably going to, you know, share the story with their friends or, you know, ask for it every time you make that dish, but it, it makes cooking and eating memorable. Those are the memories that they remember forever. And they're going to remember food and cooking as a time of warmth and comfort. Um, I remember as a kid, the garden and the kitchen were two places where there were always a lot of stories. And because if we were working in the garden, you know, an adult would always start to tell a story to help keep us kids engaged. As we were pulling weeds or harvesting vegetables, somebody would always start telling a story. And, you know, we did, we would lose track of time, we'd be working and You know, forget that we were actually doing work because it was entertaining. And same thing in the kitchen. Either a story would be told or I grew up in the time of cassette tapes and we would listen to a lot of um, like audio books. Well, stories on cassette tapes. Um, nowadays, it would be audiobooks. And so bringing in, you know, maybe that is something you want to do get stories that you can listen to while you're cooking, but allowing and showing, modeling for your kids that uh, food prep and cooking, the whole experience can be a time for uh, making memories that are lasting. And, uh, stories last. So they might be listening to a story and they might also be creating a story in the moment, creating a memory that is then something they share with their children one day. And it's okay to involve, you know, really young children even if they're not maybe hands-on helping with the actual meal prep one thing you can do is, is put them at a high chair, put them at the counter and give them you know safe utensils to play with, or if they're old enough for a sensory experience, you know, give them a, a tray. One thing that my mom, uh, a very fond memory that my mom always did with us when we were young is we would be at the counter and she would give us each a cookie sheet Um, or a bowl or something. And it might have some cornmeal in it or some rice or something like that. And then we'd have cookie cutters or utensils or um, toy cars, you know, whatever, measuring cups and spoons. And we were playing in our sensory trays uh, is essentially what they were. But we felt involved because we were right up at the counter with her. We were seeing what she was doing and without even knowing it, we were learning. So she might be making a pot of spaghetti sauce, um, but we're observing and we're taking it all in. And so, yeah, even your very young children can be in the kitchen, you know, in a safe place, participating in their own way, being in the environment. So let this be, an encouragement to you let's get back in our kitchens and begin exercising some of these simple ways that i've talked about today to turn the kitchen into a cozy place of creation where all ages are welcome and all ages are involved and celebrate your children's efforts in the kitchen and let them see and experience what it's like when something we're making doesn't turn out the way we wanted it to, and also how it feels when, when something does turn out the way we wanted it to let them experience all of that. And this is how we bring family together around food and how we begin instilling healthy eating habits from a young age and how we start encouraging our children to try foods that maybe they wouldn't without it feeling like you're just you know, shoving foods down their throat, that it's an argument that you're having to force them to eat things that you know they need. And they're going to explore, they're going to begin exploring. They might be hesitant at first, but over time, as this becomes normal in your household, they'll begin exploring with tastes and textures and flavors that maybe they hadn't before. So best of luck with this. Um, I can't wait to hear your experience. So definitely share with our practice how this goes for you.